0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: Mine is uh, trying to sell me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Mine is trying to sell me a uh, program (laughs) to get me up to... Basic reading level. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion, most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey football fans and NFL
2: draft enthusiasts, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Circling the Wagons podcast, the only podcast that's willing to see how dumb its hosts are by taking the NFL equivalent of an IQ test. I'm your host, Nate, joined by my co-hosts, John and Mike. Fellas, it's great to be with you. We are continuing our off-season series of podcasts before the NFL draft. And in this episode, all three of us will take the Wonderlick test and discuss the results and our thoughts on the test itself. Now, what is the Wunderlich test, you might ask yourself? Well, we know it as football fans as the test taken annually at the NFL Scouting Combine for NFL Draft Prospects, but it was actually created in 1936 by E.F. Wunderlich. The Wunderlich Personnel Test was the first short-form cognitive abilities test in the areas of math, vocabulary, and reasoning. It is a popular group intelligence test used to assess the aptitude of prospective employees, and applicants for learning and problem solving in a range of occupations. The Wonderlick is available in 12 different languages and is often used in college entry level jobs and team making efforts, and in this case, a podcast. It consists of 50 multiple choice questions to be answered in 12 minutes. So I have an example of a Wonderlick test question here. Would you guys like to hear that? Yes, please. All right, a train travels in one-fifth of a second. At this same speed, how many feet will it travel in three seconds? So a train travels 20 feet in one-fifth of a second. At the same speed, how many feet will it travel in three seconds?
1: I blame the question reader.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You will be able to see this. All right, let's do another one. Um, The ninth month of the year is... One September. Um, okay, there you go. See, that's one of them. Word questions are tough to read aloud and to just listen to. So, um, so yeah, that's a sample question. You are not allowed a calculator in the Wonderlic. We found out. Um There's
1: a re- quite a di- level of disparity in the two questions.
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> one will. I mean, well, if you're not good at math, it is. But also, listening to it probably doesn't help.
1: One felt like an LSAT question. The other felt like. Uh, First grade, second grade. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have a range of questions. <laughs> okay.
2: Yes, one definitely sounds like it could be from, like, the SATs. Yeah, LSATs.
1: But again, that might have been poor reading.
2: Yes. Well, no, probably not.
1: <laughs> Did you say 20 feet at the first part? I feel like a whole part
3: was omitted. Uh, yeah, I definitely felt like I needed to hear it a second time. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll move on.
2: <laughs> okay. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, originally designed to aid, I hate you guys, originally designed to aid in employee selection, the Wonderlick personnel test has also been used by both the United States Air Forces and the National Football League for selection purposes. True. <laughs> yeah, all of this is true, actually, oh. this I'm reading. I'm reading yes. off Wikipedia, so this is all true. <clears throat> During World War II, the Navy began using the Wonderlick personnel test to select candidates for pilot training and navigation.
3: Well, can't anybody just edit Wikipedia? Yes. Okay, just checking.
2: In the 1970s, Tom Landry, coach of the Dallas Cowboys, was the first to use a Wonderlic personnel test to predict player performance, and it is still used in the annual NFL Combine as a form of pre-draft assessment. In short, it attempts to screen candidates for certain jobs within the shortest possible time, and it may be termed as a quick IQ test. So think of like... Like we are talking the LSATs or SATs and like really short and really brief and just trying to weed out like the, you know, not so smart versus, you know, the average. So a score of 20 is intended to indicate an average intelligence corresponding to an intelligence quotient of hundred. So the Wonderlick uh, Wonderlic test company claims that a minimum score of 10 suggests a person is literate. <laughs> <laughs> <FYI>. <laughs> so uh so here's some like median scores by professions um listed uh below. So we have at the very top uh average score of 32 for a systems analyst, uh 31 for a chemist. This is the very top: 30 for electrical engineer, 29 for engineer, uh 29 for programmer, so and the list goes on. Accountant. Things that you would expect people to have, like somewhat high intelligence, executive, mm-hmm. reporter, teacher, librarian, and then at the very bottom, the last few, you have uh, eighteen is a median score of like a craftsman, seventeen a security guard, seventeen a welder, fifteen a warehouseman, and fourteen a janitor. Um, the average score. Uh, oh, we won't do positions right now, but <laughs> we'll do. Uh, we'll talk about some famous scores after. Uh, after we take the exam we're going to take it it's 12 minutes long um when was the last time you guys took a meaningful exam of any sort like tests in school like i'm really trying to think of one that i've taken since i finished school but i i can't think of one like probably when i graduated was the last time i took a test you guys have you taken one like any of any significance
3: not that i can recall
2: Yes. Yeah, so no mike no okay All right. So this will be interesting. This will be one of the only times that we've taken. All right. Well, so, so this is good because we're all on the same level. We all haven't taken a test in years. We haven't been studying tests or anything like that recently. So, all right. So we're going to take the test and we're going to give our results. Brutal. So, all right. So we have our test results. So, John, how'd you do? How many out of fifty did you do? First, first, first. first let's talk about the test itself. Um, what did it was, you guys think about it was the weird test?
3: That there were a couple answers that repeated.
2: Yeah, did you have one of those? I had a couple of those. So mind you, we're taking the sample test online, so it definitely wouldn't have happened in the real Wonderlick test. But yeah, I had a couple of. Hopefully, I got those right. I have no idea.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: So you might have gotten it wrong twice, or you might have gotten it right twice. And you also have the. Uh, The thing about the ads going by nonstop on the web page.
3: Right, like the page will load and then it shifts up. Yeah, (laughs) then it shifts up
2: in the middle of it. Or you have a video playing in the left. And I'm like, I'm not supposed to pay attention to what that video is doing, but.
3: That's what they're there for. (laughs) Like,
2: do they really think that you're going to just click on the Lowe's ad while you're (laughs) you're trying to take a a test? There's a good deal on something. There's a good deal on something, yeah. Mm -hmm. If I could buy some nice uh, appliances. So. Um, so what did you think about the test in general? Was it harder or easier than you thought it would be?
3: Harder. The time limit is uh, is something else.
2: I thought 12 minutes. I'm like, oh, 50 questions. Oh, that's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you look down and there's like five minutes left. You've only gone through like, yeah. what,
3: 20 questions? And some of the questions are pretty wordy where it's like you have to read it a few times to make sure you, you're you're getting it.
2: Yeah. I don't know about you guys. I am terrible at word questions. You know, like especially when they have to do with math. You know, uh, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but whenever there's like four or five numbers and there's a bunch Mm -hmm. of words, I just, my mind just goes blank. I just go into panic mode. I can't (laughs) even like think to like write down which numbers I need. Cause then they'll throw in a number you don't even need. Like, wait a minute. How does that, how does that one go in there?
1: I'll comment on it, (laughs) but I will not uh, certify its authenticity it was interesting because question one can be like a complicated math thing that, that you spend a lot a disproportionate amount of time on. And question two is like, is a dog a mammal? Like, true or false? <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but question one is a math question uh, that involves um, – several several different different things that you're that you're going through and the ant and the five answers are all one like you would try and do like oh process of elimination like Mm -hmm. what's reasonable yeah but they're all off by one digit say you know what i mean yeah something like that
2: yeah they're very close like Mm -hmm. to what the answer would be where you
1: couldn't just um use a mental model shortcut or something
2: yeah. And then the next question, so it'll be like a really sometimes it'll be a really difficult question math-wise. And the next one will be like, how many, how many even numbers in this <laughs> in this list of six numbers are there? And you're like, okay, well, there's three. <laughs> you know, that one's easy. Yeah. It's so funny. There there's a the complete spectrum of questions.
1: You know, like this is to this, is this is We to that. also have to entertain the possibility that it's not a true test. <laughs>
2: So all right. Now that we're talking about that Let's talk about scores
1: (laughs) Just in the sense of Mine mine is uh, trying to sell me uh, (laughs) Mine is trying to sell me A uh, program To get me up to A basic reading level (laughs) (laughs) At the end of your test It's trying to sell you
2: like hooked on phonics. (laughs)
1: 1299. I can hopefully get up to the 30th percentile of (laughs) test takers. What
2: percentile did you get? Uh, 36.
3: 36 36 percentile. So what's the how uh, many out of fifty did you get?
1: uh,
2: 19. 19. Nice. Hold on, like. (laughs) like, (laughs) I can't wait to see what you Okay, so you're right under a a receptionist and a train conductor, but you're above a craftsman.
1: I always wanted to be a train conductor. <laughs>
3: That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. John, how'd you do? Out of 50. I got 26. 26? Nice.
2: Nice. Whoa. Hey, now. Good job. Let's see what that equals. All right, 26. What, per- what percent was that?
1: 71. Nice. 71. Nice. So. What was your strategy at
3: the end? Just click on as many as I could. Really? <laughs> yes. Like the last the last like twenty questions. Little, yeah. You, I missed like the last did question. Did you get through fifty? Forty nine. Oh no
2: shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's so okay. so that's so real quick, let me tell you, I I was just Okay. I was just one point ahead of twenty seven. Not not to brag, John. I know your twenty six <laughs> is all well and good, but um hey, at least you beat Mike. <laughs> no, I. so like twenty seven <laughs> is like teacher is twenty eight. And copywriter is twenty seven, investment analyst is twenty seven, librarian is twenty seven, electronics technician twenty six, salesperson twenty five. So those are the ranges. But yeah, agreed. Like towards the end, I I'm didn't like, know we
1: were guessing. I just stopped.
2: Well, at the end, you just gotta like, if you can't answer like right off the bat, just put an answer down
3: because just go through it, yeah, right. and I wasn't even reading half the questions at the end because I only had like thirty seconds yeah. and like tw- and like fifteen questions. So best. you got through
2: forty nine. I think I only got through forty two. Mike, how'd you get? How many did you get through
1: out of fifty?
3: in the 20s. I so so you yeah,
2: doing can, 19 out of your 20s isn't it. that bad. Had you had a chance to take it again, you actually might have done pretty well. well or at least you gotten more I kind
1: trying to recall like like in standardized tests, they tell you if you get to the end, you have nothing to you might as well it's going to be counted wrong if you don't do something, right? So you could just go through and see for everything yeah. or abc whatever your are is. So yeah. like thinking back that would have been the way to go. Yeah,
0: definitely.
2: Well, you didn't know you know, your your mind couldn't process that you don't have the <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> like John or I to
3: pick up on that. <laughs>
2: it's not your fault. It's your feeble
1: <laughs> mind. <laughs> your fee- you guys could have went over some strategies <laughs> for success. Fear your brain c- process.
2: <laughs> I feel bad. This is I shouldn't make fun of people like that. It's not fair. Uh, so that was, that was, uh, so list. that was a list of occupations. Now, if we go to the NFL list of players that have gotten around like those scores. So like, if you want to go all the way down to the bottom of like famous NFL players, um, scores, look at the bottom, some names you might recognize. Morris Claiborne had a four, which is probably one of the lowest scores. Um, that's been recorded, at least on this list. Morris Claiborne is a cornerback for the Jets. Kelvin Benjamin, Bills wide receiver, had a 7. <laughs> Travis Henry, former Bills running back, had a 9. A.J. Green, wide receiver for the Bengals, 10. Um, C.J. Spiller, 10. And it goes from there. So those are really, really low scorers. Um, Do you
1: know like the the process actually someone takes this? Like, the way to do it would be to look at all the, the true-false questions. You know what I mean? Like, you could bang out those in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you actually were sitting down with a piece of paper and go through, oh, mm. half of these are two questions or two, two potential answers, right. and then go back to the math questions
3: with five. And the answers aren't going to repeat, or questions aren't going to repeat themselves right. during the test.
2: Yeah, we couldn't even go back though, like to answer questions, like if you left them blank. Like there wasn't a way to go back. So you had so that's probably one of the reasons why you went through and just took the time to answer because you're like I don't get a second chance at them. But it
3: wouldn't be enough time anyway.
2: No, I kept looking at that clock. I'm like, what four minutes? I've only gone through 20 of these questions. There was a clock? Yeah, there's a clock at the top. (laughs) (laughs) A very fastly ticking clock. So Uh, yeah. Well, you didn't see that. <laughs> Again, you didn't even think to look for the clock. Oh. I did not think you would have the lowest score. You're, I, th- I, I thought I... for sure it would be John. <laughs> no offense, John.
3: What's that supposed to mean? Uh,
2: no, no, Mike. I just...
1: <laughs> you didn't think it would be you, huh? Should we? Should we...
2: <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I, I definitely... Huh. I definitely crossed my mind for sure. Let's take it again. You guys are both No, no you're both <laughs> You both intelligent individuals outside of this test, so, you know. So high scores, we're talking the highest score, the only person that's ever scored a perfect score on the wonder list is Pat McInally, a punter, I think he's from the 1970s, scored a perfect 50. And then some other names you might rec- recognize from the NFL, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the always famous uh 48 Uh, former, former Bills, Titans, Bengals, Rams. I mean, everything. Calvin Johnson, wide receiver for the, for the lions 41, Carson Wentz, uh, quarterback 40, Alex Smith, 40, Eli Manning, 39. Eli Manning has never come off as a particularly intelligent individual, but 39, man, that's, that's pretty good. Matthew Stafford, 38. A lot of quarterbacks have high scores. So I guess that's not really a huge surprise. Um, I know that I had read somewhere that actually a um, there are times when a high test score actually it doesn't work in your favor as a player because coaches will think that you're too smart, so um, you might not take well to coaching or lessons or whatever. Um, especially if you're smarter than them, so it's actually sometimes works against them. Uh, maybe not so much in quarterbacks, but other positions. Have you guys? Do you guys remember taking? This is kind of off the board a little bit, but it has to do with standardized tests. You guys remember taking standardized tests when we were kids, like the old SATs or whatever they were? Um,
3: California Achievement.
2: Yeah. And and trying to, you know, take. Uh, we were in elementary school, right? It was the first, you know, standardized testing that we got. And I remember, and this has been something I've been dealing with my entire life, I always lose focus very easily. So. What'll happen is, you know, like somebody will be talking to me and if it's something I'm not like really enthralled in, I'll just zone out, right? Well, I did this a lot as a kid too. And there's a listening portion of the OLSATs that uh, is not in any other standardized testing now. Like you would never get that in the SATs or whatever where you have to listen. And it was halfway through the test, and I just realized I'd zoned out for the first half. (laughs) And then trying to figure out how to answer questions after that, just complete, like, unlike other questions, like sometimes math, like, okay, well, I can kind of shoot in the dark and take a guess. Like you said, like process of elimination. If you don't listen to the first half of it, you have no idea how to answer the rest of the the test because you weren't paying attention. (laughs) So it's not like you can just, oh, yeah, because you didn't, it's not like you just heard half of it. You just missed it. So I always remember that and thinking, well, this sucks. I'll have to definitely remember not to do this in the future in third grade. I just get very easily distracted. You know, it was like almost summertime, almost ready to get out. But but yeah, that was really interesting, guys. Uh,
1: So here's an idea. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But so that, you were saying, has been around since?
2: 1936.
1: That seems like a long time for it to. And I'm not just denigrating it because I performed by far the worst. (laughs) (laughs) But we we could come up with something better, like half the time. Call it something different. Do 25 questions in six minutes, instead of 50 questions in 12 minutes.
2: Hmm? Yeah. It's like six-minute abs
1: <laughs>
2: instead of seven-minute abs, yeah. Um, okay. a hold on. A 2005 study by McDonald Mirable found that no significant correlations between a quarterback's Wunderlich score and a quarterback's passer rating and no significant correlation between a quarterback's Wunderlich score and a quarterback's salary. Similarly, a 2009 study by Brian Lyons, Brian Hoffman, and John Mitchell found that Wunderlich scores failed to positively and significantly predict future NFL performance for any position. Donovan and McNabb, whose 14th score was the lowest of the five quarterbacks taken in the first round of the 1999 draft, had the longest and most successful career. So the Lyons study also found that the relationship between Wunderlich test scores and future NFL performance was negative for a few positions, indicating that the higher a player scores in the Wonderlick test, the worse the player will perform in the NFL. According to McNally, the guy that scored a perfect 50, who was selected by the Cincinnati Bengals in the fifth overall draft, or fifth round of the 1975 NFL draft, George Young told him that his perfect score caused him to be selected later than he would have otherwise.
3: Didn't you say he was a punter? Yes, That's why he was drafted later.
2: (laughs) Dude, back in the 70s, they were drafting punters in the first round.
3: Only the Raiders.
2: (laughs) McNally uh, speculated that coaches and front office guys don't like extremes one way or the other, but particularly not on the high side. I think they think think guys who are intelligent will challenge authority too much. Mike Florio of ProFootballTalk.com agreed with McNally. Scoring too high can be as much of a problem as scoring too low. Football coaches want to command the locker room. Being smarter than the individuals makes that easier. Having a guy in the locker room who may be smarter than every other member of the coaching staff can be viewed as a problem or, at a minimum, as a threat to the egos of the men who hope to be able, when necessary, to outsmart the players, especially when trying in some way to manipulate them.
3: So does that mean the head coaches are taking these tests, too, so they know if they're smarter or not?
2: No, I doubt they have.
3: But they don't want. Some, it would be interesting, though, wouldn't it? It
2: would be. It would be. You, well, you got to figure there are definitely some players smarter than coaches. Sure. So they there's don't. some
3: really dumb coaches.
2: <laughs> so. So Mike, you were gonna say you have some scores from the 2018. Uh, yeah, so the 2018 quarterback, draft quarterback
1: draft class. class was released. Was kind of curious that the scores are always really, I mean, leaked, right? They yeah. should be almost on par. You would think with. Maybe a HIPAA thing
2: I think they are supposed to be confidential and but they always get leaked now the question is why do they get leaked? Do they get leaked to help teams um, help players slide to a team that wants to draft them like if you were at 10 and a player was supposed to go top five, you might release that that player had a really low test score so he would drop to 10 you know there'd be an advantage in that. But I think they're supposed to be confidential. Yet I have a whole list from the wonderlick uh, test uh, website that gives just about like 300 players scores. So.
1: Yeah, so for this year, Josh Allen, 37. Josh Rosen, 29. Sam Darnold, 28. Baker Mayfield, 25. Lamar Jackson, 13.
3: Ooh, 13. That's even worse than you, Mike. <laughs> I do feel a little better.
2: Man, you must really want, the, <laughs> you must really want to draft Lamar Jackson. I think I could coach
0: the guy. <laughs>
2: I think he'd be uh, very coachable. Yeah, I could totally say you'd like having <laughs> people <football> underneath
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> so you can outsmart and manipulate I really <laughs> like
2: having you on this podcast, Mike. <laughs> you too, John. <laughs> By one point. No, that's really... I heard Baker Mayfield did really well on another aptitude test, so I was surprised to hear that his score wasn't wasn't higher. Um, So Josh Allen, 37, he's the highest, huh? Okay, well, we'll have to keep track of these guys' careers, especially like the Josh Allen versus the Lamar Jackson, the two ends of the spectrums. Two very different players, you know? So, yeah. All right, Mike, thanks for bringing that up. Well, it's been fun talking to you guys about the Wunderlich test, how it affects different professions, players in the NFL, used on rookies at the NFL Combine, and uh, seeing how smart and dumb we are. So it's been fun.
1: I'm not sure it's predictive. (laughs) (laughs) It seems pretty
0: predictive (laughs) to me.
2: Standing at this end, (laughs) at the Josh Allen end, it seems pretty – pre predictive oh you're right you're right it's it's (laughs) (laughs) but see hey you know it has no predictive. maybe some
1: somehow i got your score and you got my score
2: (laughs) we are on the same (laughs) wi-fi connection so i guess it could be all right well it's been fun talking to you guys about this uh thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you guys again soon